Welcome, everyone. This is episode three of 1363 and Me. Uh, it's a podcast from the staff to the people of the Bronx Center for Science and Mathematics. Um, I am uh, Mr. Palacios. I'm an Algebra two teacher at BCSM. Um, and I have a couple folks with me today. Uh, can y'all introduce yourselves? Okay, my name is uh, Ramon De La Rosa. Um, I work at School 1363, BCSM, 1363 Fulton Avenue. I'm a community assistant and I work in the office most of the time. I'm Mr. Krishna. I'm here with uh, you folks again. I'm the chemistry teacher. Welcome, everyone. Very good. Yeah, welcome to be back, y'all. We got a, you know, De La Rosa special guest with us today. We, we just had to have, get De La Rosa on episode three. There's We're no pretty excited about this one. Yo, I'm telling you, there's no way we could go any further without getting Della on here. Everybody knows you. Everybody respects you. So we had to, we had to put your story out there, man. So we're glad that you can. Absolutely. Sure. Well, I uh, figure we could start off with our little entry ticket. And uh, how's everybody doing right now? I'm doing good right now. Yeah, I can see the big smile right now on Zoom. <laughs> Looks good. What about on your end, Palacios? Yo, I've been, yo, this is, uh, you know, so this was the first week of school this week. Um, and it's been tough, man. I, I had a really rough week this week, man. It was uh, really, it was really challenging. Yeah, because, you know, I was, I walked into this, this, this year thinking, oh, this is, this is remote learning. We, you know, we veterans now. We did three months of this in the spring. Like, we, we, we got this, you know. Um, but then what I didn't realize is that, you know, in the spring, all those students that I was teaching, like I, I knew them already when we went remote, like I had already built relationships with them. We had a history. And so, um, you know, this week has, you know, I don't know any of these kids. So it's a new school year and, and we are remote. So it's like a, it's really, it's been really hard for me this week, really hard for me this week to try to connect with kids and uh, start this year off. So yeah, I've had, I've, I've been struggling, man. How you doing, Chris? How's everything with you, man? Uh, honestly, not too bad. Not too bad. I think the workload is more than I expected this week. It just kind of came up on me. Next thing you, you know, I'm like, oh, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. But today, this kind of flex Friday has been a nice relief. I've definitely gotten a chance to wind down a bit. Oh, cool. Uh, all right, yeah, so let, let's get right into it. We're excited to so start talking to De La Rosa here. Um, so De La Rosa, we're just going to, uh, you know, tell us more about yourself, man. How long have you been at BCSM, and how did you get here? Like, what's your journey to getting to BCSM? Well, um, I started here, like, 2008, in uh, October 2008. So that's, like, 12 years wow. now. So how I get started, um, I met um, Ms. Rios in, um, in the park. It was like a, a council, salsa council, and we became friends. So, and I was working retail uh, downtown, and um, after like a year or so, then, um, you know, we like see each other regular, you know, in parties, whatever. So when I wasn't working, then she asked me one day, uh, are you working? I said, no, I'm not working right now. Would you like to work in school? I said, I try, you know. And um, 
he gave me the application and everything. I got everything done and, you know, I just had to wait like for, I waited for a year and so. And then when it came back, um, I went and take, and, and I went to Brooklyn and then I came here to the Bronx to the, to one Fordham Plaza and they, they interview me and whatever, whatever. And, um, this is the funny thing I, I said to, um, to the lady, um, so when do I start? She says, by the way, you start Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and I was it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, talk about throwing you into the fire. Like, you know, have, have, now had you ever worked, you'd never worked in a school before that, right? It's not like. No, I never worked in school, but I know I was good with, um, with children mm, because, wow. um, around my neighborhood there was a lot of children and um they always used to go to the park and the mom and pa said oh listen take care of the kids you know we'll be back so i used to take care of them you know play with them and whatever whatever and that was it i said uh i think i could i could do it i could manage where did you Dela? where did you grow up man where did you grow up i grew up apart in Dominican and then here. I came here when I was 13. Wow. And you came to NYC? Yes. Where, where in the city did you grow up? I, I grew up on my, in Manhattan. Gotcha. I used to live on 190 and Broadway. Oh, then wow. um, we went to Dominican. My mother took us to Dominican. We spent like a few months there. And then when we came back, with, um, we used to live on 170 and between Audubon and Accident, and, but we only spent like maybe five, six months there. Then we moved to where I live now, which is uh, 160. Hmm. And I'm between Fort Washington and Riverside. So most of my time is there, like 40 something years. Wow. 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 Yeah. No, I, I'm really wondering what, uh, what retail joint did you work at before, before BCSM? Where did you work? Oh, I was um, a salesman, choose, lady choose, salesman. All right, all right. That's cool. That is so cool. And just real quick, uh, Della, you said you grew up in, in DR. Uh, do you get a chance to go to DR often? Often? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I go like, I used to go like every three or four years. Now I go every year because my mom, she lives over there and She's, you know, she's 80 something. So she says, listen, if you want to see me, you come here because I'm not going over there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was about to ask you, has she been? Has she been to the, to, to the city here? Has your mom oh, been? yeah, she's a citizen. She used to live here, work here. But then when she left, like in the 90s, she said, I'm not going back. She comes maybe like every, she used to come maybe like every five or seven years. Right. Yeah. Uh, just kind of turning things over a bit as we, of course, are in a school setting and whatnot. What about your experience in school? What was your favorite subject growing up? When I was in school? Yeah. Oh, my, my favorite, my favorite um, was um, social study. They used to call it, you know, it's like ELA. Uh-huh. Yeah. And history. History. I used to be good at it. That's great. 
Yo, what do you like about history, man? Like, what, 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 what pulls you to history? Do you like stories? Do you like, you know, what, what, what pulls you to history? Why do you like history so much? Well, history, like, I like to, um, like, if I go to a country, I want to know, like, everything, you know, what happened, the, you know, the history and everything of that. So I used to get involved, like, I remember when I was in, um, in high school, they, they asked me, I mean, they asked, no, they asked another a girl, oh, which is the capital of uh, Venezuela in South America? She said, she, I mean, she didn't know nothing about that. So I said, you know, I raised my hand and I said it. And then he, you know, he started with me. Oh, do you know um, any other capital? And I said, yeah, I know all of them. Hmm. So, you know, I used to read a lot, you know, those books. So I know it was easy for me. Hmm. Did, did you ever get in trouble in school? <laughs> um, when I was in junior high school, yes. I, uh, I had like two fights. Mm. Oh, you want to um, yeah. tell us about them? You want to tell us a little bit about those? <laughs> I had two fights. One time they beat me up. Oh. And oh. the other time I beat him up. Uh, <laughs> well, I was like two wins, you know? You're fine, and, one and one. One win, one loss. Well, yeah. And um, one time I remember I got in trouble because I used to, I used to laugh a lot in the, in the room. And the teacher called my house, and it was funny because I was the one who took the the, the phone. And she goes, "Oh, your son, he he um disrupting my class. He's laughing all the time. Whatever, whatever." And then I said, "My mom says, listen, if they call me next time that you're not behaving, you're gonna get beat." So this. Well, that's when I stop. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to mama, boy. You gotta listen to mama. Oh yeah. Uh, that, yo, that is hilarious. Uh, and just one other curious thing. Uh, were there any, like, clubs or anything that, that you did back in the day? Did you have any particular talents that you were, like, showing off to your classmates? But, um, say, repeat that again. Yeah, were there any clubs that you joined or were there any special talents you had in high school? Oh, in high school, um, dancing. That was my thing. Ah, there you go. Yeah, dancing. I mean, dancing in salsa. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, like, because back then it was like hustle and, you know, all that stuff. But salsa. Mm -hmm. And I used to go to all the parties that they used to make in school, all, all of them. Wow. Yeah, I was just going to say, you've seen at some of the uh, BCSM, the BCSMEs and whatnot, you've seen some of the dance performances from students. You think you can, you can go head to head with these students in terms of your dancing skills? Not now, now with them now. Forget about it. They, they dance, forget it. They dance like professional. Hmm. That some of them, there is some really big talent at, at yeah. our school, per se. They are, yeah. Wow. So, so Dela, you're talking to two teachers here. So, you know, I got to ask this question. You know, growing up, you know, do, did you have any memorable teachers? Do you remember any teachers that really stood out to you that maybe, maybe made an impact on your life? Or um, is there any teachers, you know, coming up that, that you remember? Well, when I was in high school, well, in junior high school, I had uh, this um, Cuban um, teacher. He was like, 
very strict and forget it you gotta you had to walk straight up well, because I was in bilingual class and we had when I was in junior high school they had a mini building you know it was out I mean by the by the parking lot in that school so one time I got out of my room and I, I had gym so I had to walk go to the other building and I, I wasn't walking I was running and he stopped me he says you get into my office so he says next time I see you running you're gonna be in here you're gonna be punished so I said oh my god that was it he was the one that had everybody straight whenever whenever um any any student here oh Mr. Perez is coming this way oh forget about it hmm. that was it that's everybody was afraid of him is there anybody at bcsm that you think kind of like is a mr perez type person who do you think at bcsm might fit that role um to help help uh kind of like maintain order? Like, not, not really but um not like that hmm. but i mean it's really very very strict hmm. and you know for some reason i like that <laughs> yeah so you've been at you've been you've been at bcsm 12 years you know, so you've seen a lot, you know, you've, you've been here a long time. So I guess, you know, do you have a memorable story about BCSM, your time here, something you've seen um, or anything like that, something that, or even a moment of like pride, BCSM pride, or just something memorable from your time here. Is there something, is there a moment that stands out that you can talk to us about? Well, when I was, you know, like, I think it was my first or second year we had um this girl and she won like a million dollars um scholarship and that was like i said oh my god that was like uh you know like real pride pride bcsm wow and and not only that that girl was like down to earth you know like you see her she you know she she was just like a regular you know girl and she didn't you know she didn't care you know she didn't care that she won and whatever um you know that million dollar um scholarship she was just like regular regular girl right. and that was like i said oh she's gonna make it right away and she did mm. that's tremendous that's really really cool when was yeah. the last time you spoke to this girl well uh let me see i think it was a long time she came she came here uh -huh. after she graduated but um i haven't seen her since i think she lives in um dc now miss enrique stormy she wow. lives in dc wow i wonder if there's a way we we should contact her say della says hi yo we gotta send her this podcast We're like yo this we, we got stories of you you know yeah <laughs> Definitely. Now, one thing I was just curious about um, for, for Della was, uh, w was there ever, has there been a time that you have laughed so hard in this building? What's the funniest thing that's happened? And it could be anything. It could be some, something that happened in the main office. Uh, that I can't remember. Let me see. 
Cause I laugh so many, so many times that. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yo, how about all them times you be you be putting your costumes on, taking pictures? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know what? When I put the the the, the wig, Celia Cruz. Oh right. Oh my God. This, I mean, there was one kid that he didn't recognize me. And the other one said, oh, that's Stella, don't you? <laughs> that was like one of the funniest things when yeah. I put that, that, that week. Yo, that's one, of the so that's, most, that's one of the things I most appreciate you, man. You, just your spirit, man. You're so spirited and so fun. And I think that, you know, a lot of people in the office see it. Every kid sees it. I know every kid sees it and staff see it. You're just so fun. You have this real positive beaming energy about you, man, that I think, you know, uh, that I, certainly the, it's just so important for our community. You know, you just play, you wear so many hats. And so that positivity just kind of comes through in a lot of different ways. So, um, yeah, man. Della you wears know, a lot of hats and he also wears a lot of awesome turtlenecks. You know, you know what I think? You know, like, let's say I do my job and I said, well, tomorrow's going to be another day. That's it. Mm. You know, so I don't, I don't worry much about anything. I said, everything's going to be all right. Like, you know, Jamaican people says, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. So if I worry about something, then I said, I say in my mind, I said, everything's going to be all right. Then next day, bingo, you know, happened. So I don't worry much. Where do you get that from, that energy and that perspective that you have, you know, that everything is going to be all right? Where does that come from? Well, I don't know, because everybody in my house and, you know, my sibling, my two sisters, my brothers, they, none of them, they like me. None of them. There's one that is, you know, a little bit, but because she's, you know, she's a happy, but none of them. I guess, you know, I, because I had an uncle that he was like me, he didn't, you know, he was like I say, um, he didn't worry about much, he lived like day by day. I remember I took, um, and one of my trips, I took a pair of shoes and it was raining over there in Dominican, it was raining and you know, um, over there it's not like here, that's, you know, because you know the road they like you know they had a lot of dust whatever whatever so and then he when i gave it to him in the morning and he came back in the afternoon and i said well why you put the the, the pair of shoes it's raining it's dusty whatever there's a lot of he says you know what if i how about if i die tomorrow i don't i don't i don't get to work so it's really you it's really just you develop that perspective by seeing so many different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? And he was like my favorite uncle. My mother, my mom and him, they didn't get along because he didn't he was like a, he didn't care about much of anything. So that's why my mom used to say, Oh, he's a you know he don't care much about this. He don't care much about that. I say, mom, but he's happy. Mm. At least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now, just when we talk about just building on this whole idea, Della, of you, 
your positivity and, and the energy and everybody, everybody knows Della in this building. Uh, one thing that I was just curious about is how have things kind of shifted since we've gone into this whole remote environment? Because I know the kids miss you. Well, you know, it's, uh, you know, this pandemic, this pandemic has, you know, changed everything, you know, so school is like, you know, they got to do a remote because of the pandemic. But let me tell you what is my talk. I, I really don't like it. Remote. I, I don't like remote classes. Because I think the kids, they need to be present in school to learn. Remote is like you in the house, you know, you don't, you know, there's, there's a big percentage that, you know, they take the classes, but they don't, you know, they don't pay much attention. They just do it. But I don't think it's, you know, it's good for the kids. But they have to do it like this because of the pandemic, you know. But if it was like, in my case, if they, they say they're going to do remote all the time, I say no. You know, because I think the, the kids, they need to be present in, in, you know, in the classrooms. Definitely. I, I, I mean, I hear you. that's kind of the reason why I was talking about, you know, earlier about my, you know, pain this week, you know, just not being able to see the kids and just, you know, it, it's just, it really, you know, it affects me, you know. Um, yeah, and, and that too, you know, you know, I like, uh, you know, I miss the little Rosa. you know, I like to see the kids. Definitely. I walk, you know, I walk into one room, um, I think it was two or five, and um, Miss, um, she was teaching, Miss True, yes. and then one of the kids saw me, she said, oh, hi, Della. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. So Dela, I mean, you know, this pandemic has certainly affected our school, it's affected our, our you know, everything, you know. I guess, uh, how has it personally affected you? How have you been kind of touched by um, the pandemic and just really everything that's happening in our country right now? You know, how has it affected you and how are you feeling about, you know, everything and uh, yeah. Well, you know, um, when it first started, you know, like, because I'm a person that I have to get out of my house. When if I'm in my house and at two o'clock in the afternoon I'm still in there, I'm like, I get desperate. I have to go down. So when this thing happened, you know, when it started, like I stay a few days, you know, inside, but then I say, no, forget about it. So I used to go and walk, just walk. I used to work, you know, like 30, 40 blocks going there and coming back forward, you know, that was like my, my thing to get this thing out. But it was so sad because I didn't see much people on the street and everybody was like, um, you know, like, I mean, like everybody was like desperate, you know, like walking fast and this and, you know, and I had to go, but you know, it was very, very depressing. And um, like around my neighborhood, like 
after six, you didn't see nobody on the street. And that was the time I used to go to my, you know, I used to go up uh, like around six, five thirty-six. But I didn't see nobody on the street. So that was depressing. Yeah, that was a very dark time in the city, man. I mean, it's still, you know, sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's you don't see much car, no, no, you know, not a lot of transit, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but you know, in my family, thank God, you know, everybody is okay. You know, my brother was the one who um had to take um measurement, you know, because he's a registered nurse, and um every time he used to go to his house, you know, he he had to take a shower, leave the the clothes in the front door and get tested like every two or three days. So it was a, a burden on him, you know, that he had to do that. Did your brother work in a hospital or? Yeah, he works in a hospital. He, he used to be here, now he's in Florida. Mm. Wow. Yeah. But he was like one of the, one of the nurses that came to work in here. Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, all right, let's pivot a little bit, Dela. So we're gonna get into some, uh, to, to some fun. Hopefully, hopefully you can surprise some people now. Um, so, so can you tell us, uh, you know, people, folks that are listening in the BCSM community at large, can you tell them something that, um, cause you've been here so long, you, you often, I feel like you're like the glue, you keep everything running. You do this in the office, you do this for teachers, you get supplies, I'm constant, I know I'm constantly asking you for paper and all this stuff, you know, markers, dry erase markers. You know, what's, what's out of all the things that you know, what's something about BCSM that you think maybe most people don't know? You know, like what, what is something about our community that you think would be that you could share that most people are like, huh, I didn't know that. Well, what I know most about BCSM is that, um, you know, staff, the staff, they care a lot. The, the principal, Mr. Tong, he cares about a lot too. And um, a lot of people, that's why a lot of people, they try to get their kid in here. Because I I met this lady from outside, so she was trying to get the kid inside here. I mean, to come to this school because she already had one here, and she says, "Oh, I I need this this because I don't have to worry about my kid, you know, going to another school that they don't teach the, you know, they don't teach her well, you know, like she's capable of, and uh, she's a bright kid." But I need one school that can, you know, can, can give him the, the, the challenge, you know. And um, so she got the kid in, you know, in here and she was so happy and she used, uh, like, I, I did a lot for her, for her kid. For one, the, 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 the one that was here first, she was shy, you know, and I always used to, you know, talk to her, whatever, whatever. And then by the time she graduated, she was talking like, like a bird. She was like, so that's one thing that I, you know, that I remember most and that, and that I did and 
that's what school is you know this school is is good for it and you know a lot of the the, the teachers you know all of them teachers they care i can't imagine the many conversations you've had with kids through the years like yeah. you know, just the different types of conversations how many kids you have touched um informally because christian and i we in the classroom with them and we have all this math and science that we have to teach them but you know you get to see them all the time you know when they come in late and you know when they're leaving getting metro cards like all of this all these different situations that are informal in the school setting and how you interact with the kids and how much they need you i, I can't imagine some of the conversations you've had through the years and how many um kids have just interacted with you and been thankful for for your help and your service and um yeah so and i just wanted to chip in that we you know delarosa you talked so much about the concept of people caring i think you're a great example of that i think you care so much i think everybody sees that everybody sees that as an example i actually was just curious just thinking about all that stuff what time do you get into the building typically because i well, I used to um before because now they change my hours because um you know they change um <clears throat> the thing to get in you know the time to get in here so but I used to be here six thirty every day every day six thirty oh my God. I was like the first one that used to get here besides um the the custodian it was me that's amazing. That's amazing. And here I am setting my alarm for 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so now I get in, it's, um, I have to um, be here by 7.15. That's the, uh, the new time that Ms. Rios told me to get in here. Six fifty. I mean, 7.15. How has your role changed? Like, you know, I know you, obviously you coming in a little later now, but like how has your role changed at BCSM compared to what you were doing pre-pandemic or pre, you know, um, pre-remote learning? Like how, how has your role changed? Well, it changed drastically, you know, like um, I, didn't, I didn't do much, I didn't do much. I just used to have a group of kids. I used to, you know, I check on them and I write, you know, I write down like a comment, like he's doing good, whatever, whatever. I used to call them. I used to call the house, but I only had like a few ones that I had to call because then the other ones, they pretty much, they were like real good at it. I mean, they were every day, you know, in, in the computer. I only had like a few, like maybe five or six that I, you know, that I call at the house, you know. I come, you know, he's not in the, this, and you know, talk to the mom or the father, whoever, pick up the phone. And I didn't, not much, I didn't do not much, that's it. That was about it, it changed everything. And I guess just one sort of thing, shifting gears slightly is, we were talking so much about Della, the professional. We talked a little bit at the beginning today about, you know, your whole journey and things like that. What is something, though, that people just don't know about you? What's a little, what's a little secret about you? Little secret? Uh, 
I don't have much. <laughs> Everything is like in there. Yeah. They know who, you know, that I talk a lot, that I laugh, that I, I like dancing. Pretty much, you know, I have no secrets at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What what kind? I mean, outside of dancing, do you have other hobbies? Do you? I mean, do you dance? Do you like do it? Um, like how? Like you go to like I don't know if you compete or you go to you know you have a lot of get-togethers or like you know I know dancing is you know maybe talk a little bit about that and also well, are there some yeah. TV shows you yeah. like or you know I don't know what what do you do? What do you do outside of BCSM? Well, before I used to be in a group, that was a long time ago. I used to be in a group that we used to, you know, dance. And when I was in college, I used to be in a group too, dancing and stuff. But pretty much what I do, you know, I go most of the time, go to the park and, you know, listen to music and, you know, play, look at the people, whatever. That's pretty much what I do. That's cool. Yeah, well, I like to go, you know, like sometimes I go downtown and, you know, um, window shopping. Mm. Yeah, because that one, you know, one thing I like fashion, so that's pretty much what I do. There you go. Yeah. That's great. And I have to ask, too, uh, are, you, are you a foodie? Are you a food guy? Do you like to cook at all? Oh, yeah, I, I cook, you know, whatever, you know, I cook. But I have a lot of, you know, it's a lot of pe- I know a lot of people. <laughs> I know a lot of people. You know, my, my, <laughs> my girlfriend, one time, uh, her car broke down. So she need, like, major repairs. I said, do you know what, uh, uh, you know, uh, this guy, you know, this, you know, that, so... Can you find me one that can fix the car? I say, yeah, sure. So I called right away. And the next day he was there. Mm, that's great. But I know a lot of people, a lot, a lot. I know like one time um, my friend need a lawyer because he, you know, his son was in trouble. I said, what? So I said, okay, here, I'm going to call my friend who Yo, was a lawyer. You know, I used to meet a lot of people. And when I used to go dancing in my dancing days, mm. that I used to go downtown with me and, you know, I know lawyer, that, that was what I knew. You name it, I knew everybody. Mm. That's great. I know who I'm coming to when I need something, anything. I'm just going downstairs a day. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's a funny thing. The other day, I was with my, um, I was in CD Island, right? So, and I was eating, I have a crown in front of my, uh, on the side, on my, on my mouth, right? I have a crown, mm-hmm. but it was a little bit loose. So, I was eating my trims, whatever, whatever, and I had a few drinks. And so, you know what happened? <laughs> my crown went to my, my stomach. Oh, no. oh, no. So when I said, "Oh, see, I didn't feel my my teeth," oh, so great. we came out like around ten. You know, it was like ten o'clock. Right. 
And then I said, um, I said, oh, I'm going to call my friend. He's a dentist. <laughs> and I said, I call him. He says, you want to come now? I said, no, because I'm with my girlfriend and I'm going to stay, you know, overnight over there. But I go there tomorrow. It was a Sunday tomorrow morning, like around 10 or 11. Okay, and we can work at it. And that was it. He put me a... a he put me a, a, like a replacement for the time being. And um, a week and a half after he sent me to, he sent to, to do the crown, whatever, whatever. So I spent like 10 days. Then when the crown was ready, he called me. And I said to my lady, you see, I know everybody, so. <laughs> Yo, I did a crown in my stomach. I got, I got a guy for that. And I got somebody. <laughs> Della, that's it. That's it. Oh my God! Well, Della, do you know a guy who can replace the president right now? Because I think we could. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Della, we need you, man. We yeah. need you. Like America needs you right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna we're gonna jump to our last segment where we've had a great conversation with you. We've had some highs and some lows, so we're gonna end it with last call for lunch. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Last call for lunch. We're gonna have you um, you know, the title of this podcast, Dela, is 1363 and me. And so we would love for you to close us out and uh you know, just tell us a little bit about what does it mean for you to be part of the BCSM community? Um, you know, what's your, you know, what does that mean to you? Um, you know, address that question, 1363 and me, and we're going to go out with this. Well, it means a lot to me because I didn't think in my, you know, in my time I would have been in this position, you know, like, and people see me and he got to be like straight, he got to be like, he came. You know, he can't be playing around, whatever, whatever. And here I am, 13 years, I mean, 12 years, and I'm still here, and I'm still doing my job, and I like it. Who would have thought meeting Rios at a concert, you know, would have led to 13 years later, you would be here doing this with us? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's a funny thing. My friends, you know, my older friends that, you know, around my neighborhood and the one that, you know, I, I, I knew them since I was in high school. They tell me, oh, you got the right job, man. Whenever I'm off, they, they say, oh, don't call me. I know you off because they have to work. <laughs> mm. So, I mean, I really love this job. I, I won't change it for anything. That's great. It's all about the consistency. You're, you're the Iron Man. I try to do my best all the time. You definitely, you definitely do your best. Um, and we appreciate you being on. Um, and uh, Chris, take us out, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was a great time hanging out with both of you. Until yes. then, so long from 1363 Fulton Avenue. All right, thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you all on the next episode. Uh, and Dela, you are the best. Thank you for being on with us. Okay, thank you very much for your time. See you guys, bye. <laughs>